so far. Dolly is going to intro this whole one. She is. I'm just thinking about how irritated I am at Sammy. But in general? No, at the dog. I, no, that's what I mean. Like, just anything she's doing, you're th- seeing and thinking about? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you want to put her in her cage? No. She's fine. All good dogs have cages for when they're bad dogs. Yeah. All of this is not Sammy's fault. She's a dog. She's dumb. She knows nothing. This is not... The way she acts is not her fault. Mm-hmm. I, I have just not equipped myself enough. For a child dog. Yes. For a toddler dog. Yeah. And she's four. Well, dogs stay like a toddler their whole lives. I mean, a dog's a dog. They don't, especially bulldogs. Like, yeah, they're smart and stubborn and stuff. But like, they're not gonna, she's not conscious of what she's doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she, all she wants to do is play, eat, and sleep. And And that's like a kid or a very old person that just focuses on food. Mm-hmm. No, no offense, but my dad's like that. Cause he's just focused on like, Oh, the next meal, what's going on. Be like, I mentioned lunch the next day. And he's like, Oh, hungry. Yeah. I'll, I want to know. I'll, I'll eat tomorrow's lunch like, feed, right now. Feed me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just, I need a, I just need to train her more. So, uh, you take her to like obedience school. Something. Probably. I don't know. I mean, they do have trainings, training stuff for dogs. It gets a little uh, pricey, mm-hmm. but it's like, in, or you could watch uh, Cesar, Cesar Milan, Caesar. Yeah. I heard he's a, he's not actually a good person. But you I mean, mean, he's not like a qualified person. Oh, he's a terrible human being. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. No, really? Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Oh uh, yeah. They get a dog that already does the thing that he's about to say, and then they show it. Something. I don't know. It's uh, it's similar to you'll, you'll like this story I heard today about a guy selling um, fake wine, and there's a documentary called Sour Grapes. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily that it well, he was making it in his apartment, like okay. he would actually make it in his bathtub or yeah, weird his toilet stuff. wine, <laughs> toilet wine, but bathtub wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would put labels on it, and he kind of like what people do like with guitars, where they relic mm-hmm. it and make it look old, and so selling like. Abraham Lincoln's wine bottle for like $20,000 or something. And people were buying this stuff and he just went to jail for like a 10 year sentence for his fraud. Wow. But he sold hundreds and thousands of <laughs> bottles of wine mm-hmm. for like, with all these like fake things to it. And then it was on a podcast. They're talking about just the objectivity of wine and how different people taste stuff differently. So they have like one person who's super highly rated around the country and whatever like he a sommelier. says, sommelier, and so whatever he likes, his palate is the one that everyone tries to make their wine to to get it approved by him because it sells more. Oh wow! But just because he likes that doesn't mean someone else is going to be like, "This is good." Mm-hmm. Um, and then another another thing they did is on a study is having to uh, they had people they switched the labels, really expensive bottle and a cheap bottle of wine, and so I, I don't know all the terms or anything, but they talk about like the tanning or the, the tannins 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 tanning and it's like it's like going to the beach yeah for wine um so they talk about that but they the people that thought they were drinking the expensive one but it was really a cheap one were talking about oh the flavors this is so good the tan tannins are real real good or whatever else and then the the expensive one they were like oh this is just cheap garbage so it was like the placebo of you're getting something nice can get you too yeah so that's an interesting, interesting thing. So it's all like perception. Like if you if you tell me it's like a Yamaha guitar, I'm going to feel different about it than like a Gibson. But Yamaha sure. guitars are great. Especially the 70s ones. Yeah. 70s ones are nice. Well, the new, and new ones, I'm like, dude, it's 150 bucks and it plays amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that it says Yamaha or a better example would be Squire. Like the Squire bases, you're like, oh, that's a Squire base. Like that's the lowest of the low. But they're 150 bucks, and honestly, like, can you tell it was a Squire base on a recording? Right. Probably not. But if you like nice things, you go for the nice stuff. Like that shelf behind you mm-hmm. is not a not like a cheap knockoff brand. That's a real deal. Yeah, it's a Danish. Mm-hmm. Like from the cu- country, or that's the name. From the country, it's called a Cato system. Mm. Yeah, it looks amazing. 
Thank you. So I need more stuff like the mid-century, anything that says mid-century, I know it's going to be expensive. And I've been looking for my dad to find a little table for him in his room. I'm like, oh, mid-century stuff looks so good. Um, and they're all in Renton. There's places in Renton that have a lot of mid-century stuff. There's a place in Burien I stumbled across. I haven't gone yet. I've gone once to Burien for one, and it's a cool store, if it's what yeah, I'm thinking of. It has like... Uh, like all glass on the outside. Yep. That one. It's got to be down the street from that uh, coffee shop we went to. Yeah, it's a block. Uh, what direction is that? South. So I got my credenza, which which is supposed to be like a kitchen or dining room one that I mm-hmm. use for clothing because it's all wicker, rattan looking, mm-hmm. but it's wood on top. There was an edge that was like cracked a little, and I was like, I'll super glue this. It still popped up, um, but it looks so cool, and I have to bend down to get my clothes, which makes me have to work out. Yeah. Uh, that's my work, <laughs> go down to get clothes. Um, but I got it there and years ago, and it was like, it was a cool place, and everything was pricey. That was like on sale because they were trying to clear some stuff out. But I think it was still like 150, yeah, and other things are like bad. six, seven hundred. Mm-hmm. The chairs, yeah. For some reason, I know I assess about furniture and chairs, especially. I'm like, oh, this chair looks so nice. I have no room for chairs. No. But I want more. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. I wish I had a spot like I could put two chairs in here for you, but there's no no room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll put them back to back with the couch, and you know, these two mismatched. Yeah. Cool chairs. You say I'm. This is how. I mean, Eric is not lying. He is surrounded by four chairs right now. Mm-hmm. He has four, two stools. Two stools. Two, and two of my dining tables. Which are very nice chairs. Thank you. Because I forgot my table, and I or I left it out in the studio, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'll just use the chairs today, and I forgot how many, how many little, little things it takes to set this up. Yeah. Um, but there's a really cool shop. Uh, it's called Big Whale Consignment in Shoreline. Hmm. There's one in Greenwood I've been to that's really cool, too. Yeah. So maybe just hitting a few of those when I get my truck back from, from getting the head gasket fixed. Mm-hmm. 2025. <laughs> just, yeah. It's been four or five months. I feel like I literally gave my truck away. Uh, when I get it back, though, I'll have an opportunity to go somewhere and maybe pick something up. Nice. Because I would like to find a couple other, like, accent pieces for things. That's where I got that mirror. Yeah, that one. I think just, like, if it, if I can make everything look like it's in the 60s, and then film in my own space, and it looks like I'm in the '60s. I, I'm all for that. Shag carpet is probably where I draw the line. I don't need, don't need that. Probably. Imagine vacuuming that. Right. Like my friends had it in their living room, and you're just like, the vacuum's just getting clogged or stuck, or you have to like go with the hose thing, and it's mm-hmm. like very, very dirty. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just fake grass. Fake grass carpet would be cool. Turf. Turf. Astro turf through your whole house. And then it's great because you don't have to use the bathroom. Just pee on the turf. You could, yeah. The the dogs pee on it. Human, the there's a human corner and there's no walls. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. just pee over there. We'll look this way. Um, it's like my boating experience. I mentioned a while ago on the podcast when I was like with my ex father in law and wife at the time, and I can't can't pee in front of people. Oh yeah. And I had to. They're like, oh, just pee off the front of the boat, and we'll mm-hmm. stand over here. No one else around. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Dead silence. Yeah. Just sitting there. Then they're like, we'll let you off on this island, and then uh, I don't know what happened couldn't go there against a tree because i knew they were right behind me i was like let me go over this hill and i, I was just like screw it yeah. four hours later finally get back to the <laughs> to oh, the dock gosh. so if i was on my own on a boat i could do it mm-hmm. but the fact that they were there and then i knew they'd been waiting it builds the pressure and then same with that at a urinal standing yeah. in like a public place if it's like taking a second and then there's someone that walks in i'm like oh they're freaking waiting for me and you're getting that in your head and then then you're you're gone mm-hmm. so i need to not care I just, but I can't not care, which is why the stall is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because you're like, they don't even know who the frick I am. Then I start swearing at them under my breath, thinking like those idiots will know. (laughs) Just a whole nother dialogue just to use the bathroom seems insane. So maybe it's a therapy thing. Maybe go to therapy for bathroom etiquette. Maybe you should have peed yourself more when you were a kid. Peed myself? Mm -hmm. Like peed my pants? No, I did. That was the problem. Oh, you got shamed. <laughs> I got shamed as a kid because I peed my pants a few times. And then they're like, cousins laughing. That was pooping my pants when my cousin laughed. Mm. That was the baseball run. Hit the baseball, realize I need to be inside, run, can't get to the door and open it, trying to turn it as a little kid, and it was all over. And mm-hmm. then everyone quit playing baseball, went inside and waited while my aunt cleaned me up, and then everyone was laughing. So that was a fun one at six years old or seven. No, maybe they, that might have been seven. 
this is that's why rough. it is rough and that's why i that's why i make so many jokes about poop now i was like whatever yeah it's all it's all happened ibs i don't have ibs but it would be funny uh just in general it's a funny thing unless you really have it probably yeah and i think the other time was staying overnight with a family when my brother and i were like four and six or five and three something like that and he was the more adult one who didn't pee his 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 overalls Mm -hmm. and i was like oh didn't have a change of clothes and we were there till 10 p.m so i had to just wear my overalls as they were afterwards and it was just not a fun fun experience and i was like like oh whoops you uh didn't quite make it okay cool Hmm. so let's hear your embarrassing stories now you got a couple probably i do but you're not gonna i'm not gonna share it can you say them in spanish all things are possible. <laughs> anything's possible yeah. in in with those. Anything's possible with Christ. <laughs> yeah, through Christ. Through Christ, all, all things, things are, are possible. possible. Yeah. So I think I've shared both those stories before, anyway. So it's not, nothing new. But it's been years. If it was like last week, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a different, a different. I remember. Scenario. I notoriously we lived um, maybe like two, three blocks from a. It was like a general store or a clothing store. Think of like a small Ross Mm -hmm. where like there's clothes on racks and stuff, but then they also had like toys and like random house things. But it's a one-off store. It was a one-off store. And so me and my mom would walk over there and without like there, I didn't miss an opportunity where on the way back home, I had to go pee. Yeah. Like you could time it and be like, it's been three minutes since we got in the car. We're two minutes from the house. I have to go now. No, we'd walk. We'd walk. So we'd walk to the store and then they wouldn't allow people to use the restroom in the store. Um, Of course they would. Yeah, of course not. It's a child. Of course you're not going to let this child go pee. And um, so, yeah, as soon as we'd leave those stores, I'd be like, mom, I got to go pee. She was like, can you wait? No. So we'd like duck around the corner and I'd, I would just squat and pee in the alley. And no one's there. No one's there. And my mom would be the lookout and then we'd walk home. <laughs> and she's watching one side of the alley. What about the other side of the alley? It was like, uh, it was like closed off for whatever reason. I don't remember exactly. It opened up to someone's driveway. Mm-hmm. They're like walking out, backing their car out. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sheriff's station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've worried about, like going out to the beach in Tulalip occasionally. I'm like, there's no facilities. So at some point, if you're out there for a while, you're going to find a tree or something. And then if someone was to like report you, that's like public. What do they call that? uh, Indecent exposure. Decent exposure when you're not even like facing people. You could be facing away. And if there's children around, then you're a... um, Pedophile. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Just for peeing outside. Just for peeing outside. Which is just crazy. So you got to make sure. That's why it's good no one's out on that beach. But if someone walked by you and you just didn't know. You're done. Unless the people are, are cool and they're like, oh, that guy, let's walk this way. But if someone was all up and all getting upset, yeah, not, not very good. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about that a few times. I'm like, great, I could be on a list just for having to go to the bathroom. Just because of this, uh, the... Uh, blood pressure medication mixed with a small bladder mixed with all that. Yeah. 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 And then every time you moved somewhere, you'd have to tell your neighbors. And they're like, here's the, here's the circumstances. I was peeing outside like anyone else does, but someone happened to walk by. They're like, we don't, you start telling yourself like, listen, we don't need to hear it. (laughs) They're like, get out of here. You're just instantly blacklisted Mm -hmm. from anywhere you go. You couldn't live next to schools. I don't, that doesn't bother me. That's no school zones, yeah. no, uh, no bumper, whatever those are. Um, speed bumps. <laughs> what mm. are those things? I don't know what you're trying to get to. Speed bumps to hit to, you know, when there's speed bumps in a school zone, you got to drive around that stuff slowly or your car just gets kind of messed up from all the bumps because mm-hmm. mine is very small. So the shocks are bad. Yeah. So that's the thing. I just don't know, don't know what to call stuff. So it's like that bump where there's like a speed limit for it. Yeah. But what about it? Having to drive over those. If you live in a school area, you're driving over those every day to get your house and back. It's the same thing with apartment living. I can't stand. I can't stand going into someone's apartment complex and having speed bumps every 30 feet. That's so wild. Boom, 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 boom. I could have said this is what this is what it sounded to me right now. This whole exchange was like I could have said park and you were like, no, I hate trees. 
that's what that sounded like. Well, I'm trying to think of, well, yeah, it could have been, but I love trees. But no, this was like, because school zones notoriously have a lot of uh, speed bumps. Yeah. And I, and it's just probably my vehicle. Most people have a normal shock system. Okay. Mine just feels like you're hitting rocks. Like yeah. Boom, boom. And it hurts. So I hate it. Yeah. And I had to drive over too many to go to friends' houses that lived in apartments. And I'd have to just go down to one mile an hour to go over it just to yeah. do it. Um, so that's, I mean, the worst thing about that whole exchange is not the speed bumps, obviously. It'd be having to tell all your neighbors and have all that stuff for something like peeing outside. Just dumb. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught if you're going to pee outside. Yeah, I don't pee outside. Yeah, Sammy does. But dogs, dogs can do it. Oh, or wear a giant dog suit. Then no Ew. one knows. What? No. No, no, no. Then you can pee outside and no one knows. You're like, it was just an animal. Yeah. Did you see that thing about the guy that got... Um, he he either bought like a... He bought like a dog suit. But like, not like a piece of... Not a garment that you could t- that you could tell that it was a person inside of a dog like it wasn't like a onesie okay or uh like it, a romper it looked like a dog it looked like a dog and someone was walking him on a leash <laughs> no yes is he on his hands and knees and the yeah. legs go out behind him or something or is he, is he like how do you walk on a leash with like comfortably yeah i don't know yeah, it's, it it's just... kind of like the uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey movie, the, the horror movie. And it's a guy wearing a scary Winnie the Pooh mask. But it's just a dude that like goes around killing people. Mm. And the name is funny because Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And it's a horror movie that like probably was a low. It was very low budget, but it got enough money made back because of the name and the premise of it. Uh, but seeing it, you're like, that's not even a resemblance of a bear. It's just... It's the opposite of the dog suit, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, doing a full like werewolf suit, like Halloween's a time when all this stuff's coming out and we're almost there in about 30 days. Yeah. So I guess this is our Halloween episode because the last one was just like, there's a lot that goes on in a month. Last time we were talking about, um, I think this, I was working on the studio and doing all that stuff and mm-hmm. it feels like it's been forever. It's only been a month Yeah. since, <laughs> since that happened. I didn't see any. Uh, Halloween decorations up yet, but a lot of people are starting to do them. Yeah, I've seen the the candy displays have been out. Oh, oh. and there's a candy corn shirt that says "I hate you too," <laughs> and I, I kind of want like actually I love candy corn, so I'd get the one, but it shows a candy corn all like angry with little arms. Yeah, and it's like I hate you, I hate That's you funny. too. That's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're now it's your now you're jumping in. I'm letting you lead. I am done talking for a minute and you're going to be, you're going to be guiding, guiding us. I really don't. I don't think I have anything to talk about. I was waiting. I I figured you were writing things down all month. Just getting, getting some ideas together. Okay. I like, I mean, this is, I, I like saying Stanley's Tucci, Mm -hmm. right? Like his name is Stanley Tucci. But if you move, if you just add an apostrophe and an S, it changed, it changes the whole context of what Stanley's Tucci could be, right? Like Stanley's Tucci. Yeah, it sounds like his butt or yeah, something, right? Yeah. So I was like, what other celebrity names could change by adding uh, an apostrophe and an S? Mm-hmm. And I thought of so Elijah Wood, Elijah's Wood. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, could be talking about anything. Mm-hmm. Bradley's Pitts. Yeah. I think that um, between two ferns, he said Bradley Pitts. Mm. Yeah. But Bradley's Pits. Bradley's Pits. That's funny too. Yeah. Um Gen- and- Jennifer's Aniston. That doesn't sound no. so funny. No. Um and then I mean it's really on the nose but Winnie Cummings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is on the nose. <laughs> or somewhere it's else. Or it's somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Um, the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. So that was the only Those thing I good. thought of this month. The whole month? The whole month. <laughs> yeah, you had all, you're like, I got 30 days or yeah. 25 days. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing I That's the main of. thing. No, that's good. Yeah, names, uh, celebrity names that are secretly dirty. Mm-hmm. That's I like the Austin Powers stuff where he's like, I'm saying this, so um, something about it being secretly dirty, and he like winks at the camera or whatever else. You, you do like those, right? The Austin Powers stuff? I think so. I don't know. 
I, I mean, seen them since since the nineties. Yeah. Or early 2000s, probably. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, well, they had, uh, th- they were my favorite. There was like a Super Bowl commercial that was like Dr. Evil and and Scott sitting at the table and he keeps wanting to like dump him into the furnace and, st- and stuff. But they got the whole cast back together, minus oh, nice. Mini Meek, RIP. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but all those, yeah, it's just amazing. That cast is so good. Um, and those three movies. I think it's my favorite comedy There's trilogy. only three movies of those? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought there was a bunch of them. No, they only did the three, but there's so many quotable lines. Every moment is just perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. So rewatching, there's the uh, there's Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Uh-huh. Uh, Austin Powers, The, the Spy Who, who Shagged, shagged me. me. Austin Powers, Gold, Gold Member. Member. That's it. Wow. Mm-hmm. But they put a lot of stuff in there. They had Tom Cruise and uh, Heather Graham uh, as the stunt doubles in the third one. I don't think I know who Heather Graham is. She was in Boogie Nights. Um, she's been in so many things. Heather Graham, she was in uh, Arrested Development. She's the girl that dated Michael and was eating chocolate, and she's like yelling at him, and it's all just like chocolate of her. Am I fat? Am I ugly? <laughs> look up, look up, Heather Graham. Does this does this make me look fat? <laughs> Have you? It's so funny. You gotta. I mean, oh, okay. You know her, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they will Will Ferrell is in the second one, I think. This uh, spite the spy who shagged me and then Heather Graham's in that one, <laughs> that one too. But the line where she's like, does this mean you look bad? She's like, just j- grabbing a brownie and just digging into it and getting all angry and then getting angry. I forget. I forget when, where the brownie scene happens, but it's so funny. Um, but she's like classic and mm-hmm. I boogie nights. I never saw for years. And then I'd heard about it. It's more of an adult level film. Cause it's about like a sixties swingers club. And then like, also getting into like adult film shoots and stuff like the the people are involved in like making these movies um but she's like roller girl she goes around on roller skates and stuff or roller blades no roller skates this is the 70s uh but burt reynolds a bunch of people in it uh marky mark what movie uh boogie 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 nights Nights. not um oh what's his name burt reynolds dustin he's passed away no it's not dustin hoffman something hoffman um, he has a, a th- he has three names. Oh yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. Um, it's uh, not he's red haired. He yeah. played Truman Capote in yeah. that movie. And uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. There you go. Is he in? Oh, he is in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the friend of yeah. um, Marky Mark. And there's a scene at the end of that where there's like this male male exposed scene, and it's like this this you know, like oh did you see this scene at the end? Um, it's like the song that. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, but the song, the the prelude this weekend at work was uh, the song is called Panis Angelicus. And it's means bread, the angelic bread, sure Heaven, heavenly bread. Sure does. It's one letter away from being <laughs> yeah. very bad. Yeah. And I was uh, just atomically. like, this is Latin. Is it? What does this mean? And like, oh, Panera, Panera bread means like baker's basket bread. Mm. So. So Panera or Panis is bread, apparently. So, yeah. But it's not really, it's actually a sad movie. Like the movie, all these movies where like people are in these like drug scenes or these like party scenes start out like, oh, everything's awesome in this party. And then it just shows the degradation as it goes and how low people feel. And you're like, oh, so this life, I mean, it's good that they're not portraying it like positive all the way through, but you realize all the, all the areas that you're not stepping into in your own life that could really bring you down basically. Mm. But it's like, it was North Hollywood in the seventies. So they were just like, it's a living it up, living it up kind of movie for that time. Yeah. There's that movie with, um, Seafred. What's her name? Amanda Seafred. Oh Yeah. Um, where she, it's a biopic about Linda Lovegood, the porn actress. Um, and, uh, just her story, that actress's story is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's very heartbreaking. Oh Cause yeah. Cause she was like, I think it was her boyfriend or something mm-hmm. that was her manager. That got her into stuff. Yeah. But he was like very abusive and. So it's showing her, uh, Behind all the stuff that was she was glamorized for showing her life. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, a lot of the lives of people in the industry is not like it doesn't it doesn't uh, 
like you're like, oh, you have money, that's cool, or you're known. You're like, well, that's not really everything when mm. you're when you feel like your soul isn't there at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So same with uh, the movie Orgasmo. Um, I don't know what that is. Like it's a PG thirteen movie by the South Park creators mm. about a um, about a Mormon missionary because they they have the like ties to like knowing about them. I don't know if they grew up Mormon, but they're like affiliated with it with the Book of Mormon, all the stuff they've done. But this was before that, way before that, and before like right at the start of South Park, and it's uh, him and another guy going on their mission, and he's in North Hollywood. He stumbles upon an adult film shoot house and then they try to get him to be they're like oh well, you can make a lot of money you got a good face you could be an actor for us and so he like reluctantly signs up because he wants to he doesn't t- he writes his fiance home he's like things are going really good in california mm-hmm. i'm making some money so we can get married soon and his girlfriend's like the purest of pure and then she doesn't know what he's doing what he's involved with and his faces are in these movies that's it he just he's like a face for for the films they just want him as like some superhero guy or something and it's shot so cheesily but then that's the the style they were going for just to like low budget look and everything Mm -hmm. so it was like it was a pretty really funny movie but also it's just making fun of a lot of different stuff um but yeah it was one that they did and he's a superhero in that that industry hmm. so i guess it could be i don't it didn't did not win awards but it is funny i forgot that they did the book of mormon yeah and actually the mormon church advertised in the pamphlets so they were like hey publicity is publicity whether or not it's like poking fun or whatever else they were like all, all about it because honestly if you think of like another way for getting that much publicity that's huge so it'd be like anti i don't know we went to costco the other day but anti-costco at, uh programming talking about it and then costco's like you know what where do you guys want to shop after this boom which i have to say i was impressed with the prices there and i need to i feel like i need a membership now because i went to the store right afterwards when i got home and i was like oh how expensive is this stuff? And I was like, I could have bought 15 cans of Yerba Mate. I mean, different than I'm drinking for $14. And these cans are three something a piece for four. I could have had three times. I could be set for the month with $30 instead of like a hundred something. Yeah. And it's only $75 a year for a membership. Right. And we aren't advertising for them right now, but just that's what it used to be at least. Yeah. I don't know. They just keep billing you. I'm on my mom's. So you don't have to pay for it. I don't pay for it. It doesn't come out of your I money. I for sure do not pay for it. Yeah. Well, that's way worth it then. Because that's the thing I'm like, Winco I'll go to because I don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But to have a membership and pay 100 bucks a year, I guess it adds up. But I don't need 14 toothbrushes when I get a toothbrush. Right. So that's the thing. I need to buy things like toilet paper. That's a great purchase. Mm-hmm. You walk out with a cart full and it's one packet. Yeah. And it's like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's just an exaggeration. But their, their best is their cheese pizzas. The frozen ones, they're like four for ten dollars or eleven bucks oh wow and they're actually they taste amazing so now that i'm saying that i need to just go when other friends go basically mm-hmm. yeah i need to go soon um huh i still haven't settled i haven't, I haven't found a uh, frozen pizza that i liked DiGiorno. it's not delivery it's just as bad <laughs> as as delivery no as frozen i mean i love totinos those these to be a dollar 25 but inflation has doubled their price they're 250 mm. two for five they make it sound better yeah um but they're they're like there's so many like metals and different things listed in the ingredients and really it's, it's an insane ingredient list you're like why do i need hydroxide oxidate and why do i need all these other things for yeah. just cheese it's the sauce or whatever but it does taste good and I'm like, am I just getting like a heavy metal pizza? And then it just get like <laughs> heavy metal yeah. goes straight to the brain. Um, so that, that I don't know. Hmm. That's what freaks me out a little bit about them. But once in a while, I'm like, man, I don't want to spend $12 for a frozen pizza. Yeah. I'd like, rather get the deal. Where, or I need to just, I realized I made burritos last night. And I was just thinking, it was like the can of beans was two bucks. And it made enough for like four burritos. I only had two cheese a few bucks lettuce the tortillas i'm like taco bell burritos i'd spend five bucks for two or whatever it is now and that's like i'm i'm actually i don't know how much the other other ones are probably like a dollar each or 75 cents for making your own 
So I need to make my own pizzas more too. Just do the doughs. Yeah, do that, they were good. Do that at home. Um, I think I'm going to do some Wednesday. Nice. We, have, we have a band get together. And it's like instead of buying like teriyaki for 80 bucks for everyone, do that instead. And then I already have half the stuff. Do you make your own dough? Yeah. So I don't make my own flour. That would be like getting the wheat. And yeah. that would be cool though. You go from growing wheat in your yard, having enough to like do a batch of stuff, grinding it up and making your own flour would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just buy the King Arthur's white flour. It's so good. Um, and I did whole, whole wheat the first time I tried to make pizzas. And I was like, hey, I just got this. Just figured it out. You guys, let's do a pizza party. I had no idea what I was doing. It's a super stuff. It's, uh, it's like just really 100% whole wheat. And that stuff doesn't rise the same. It doesn't have the same texture. And so I, I went to make it. And then I, I was like, it's going to be so good. And everyone's, everyone's like, okay, cool. Made it. And this is when I lived in Edmonds. And so I had, had our neighbors over and then made <laughs> made pizzas. And the dough didn't rise right. And the middle was like a lake soggy. with like soggy. And then like the toppings, I didn't like take the pineapple and like dry it off or whatever you're, you know, all the mm-hmm. stuff you're supposed to do. And it was like, like, well, maybe better. They like try to like, <laughs> it's all right, but it was nowhere near. You got to make it a few times before you like invite people over for something. <laughs> and then when I asked, told other people they're like, oh yeah, you can't use whole wheat, white flour. And maybe you can sprinkle in a little whole wheat, but even whole wheat bread, yeah. most of it is like a percentage of white flour. Real bread dough is like 10 hours of sitting there on your counter just doing its thing or overnight oh to rise to rise yeah before you can actually cook it because i would go too early i'd get impatient i'm like it's been three hours this looks good throw it in the pan and then cook it and the middle is just like n- not not bready the outside's mm-hmm. okay but the inside's just like solid as a rock it's just this dough ball oh wow yeah so and and it saves it does save money if you make all your own stuff but for five or eight dollars for a loaf of bread that's once in a rare while it's only if you're feeding an army and be like i'm making everything mm-hmm. like imagine having dependents right now no every time we go out to eat it's a hundred bucks i know <laughs> like the groceries i buy for myself is what would it what it would be for one family for one meal for how long for you a week yeah, for one meal, that would be them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why Crazy. people got to go to like the discount stores and buy giant <clears throat> mass amounts of stuff. And it's usually lower quality and the cheapest of the cheap just to like get everyone full. Yeah. Or you buy buckets of chicken. I shop at a really expensive grocery store because one, I can afford it. It's just me. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> um, but. I only go there for certain things. Like I go there for produce mm-hmm. and sometimes meat. That's the best stuff to get at a nice place though. Yeah. Too. Cause like you see those, um, honey crisp apples over there. Oh, They're yeah. the best from this place. Like crispy organic, maybe sugary. Yeah. No, uh, maybe not. No, no not but they're, they just taste great. <clears throat> Good produce. Amazing. Yeah. Um, can you, you don't want to say the name of the, of the I don't of really. Okay. Yeah. Whisper, uh, mouth, mouth the words to me. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. And the yeah. moment you like, and I'm going to like accentuate your voice on that and we'll hear what it, what it really was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so I, I think I mentioned like, and I'll mention this cause I'm a member, but, um, and I'm going to slam their, their Mac and cheese right now. Oh, too. can I do it? I hate this place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PCC. PCC market. <laughs> you hate it. Hate them. You have the worst ones down here. Dude, like Burian okay. is, is, better than bellevue bellevue garbage garbage <laughs> i go in there and i'm like i guess i'll get a breakfast sandwich the breakfast sandwiches yeah. are the same as other places i don't mind those but i couldn't do them every day but their deli is just so sad and the deli is the thing i live for i don't go there to shop for everything or their produce is good honestly their produce is yeah. good um but their mac and cheese for years Thanks, PCC, um, for the years of mac and cheese. It was really good. They had the best recipe. I liked it more than Whole Foods, any other place. And now it's this like fancy gorgonzola mixed with other things. It's like a richer thing, and you can't eat as much, and it's like too overpowering. I was like, you guys have like downgraded the quality. So when I wrote them and they responded. What did they tell you? They, I, when, you got, when you were in the office, I wrote them. Yeah. Then they responded back within a day, and they were like, 
thanks for your input. We really value it. Uh, this and that we will be <laughs> sticking with this new recipe. This is our new standard. We are working with our vendors. So it sounds like they have an outside vendor that like creates the big things and then they bring them in and heat them up or something. Uh-huh. Um, I thought they were making it. Um, and so they're like, but this is going to be, this is our new standard. Um, sorry to hear you don't like it as much, but this is how it is basically. And I was like, Oh, cool. Well, thanks. I still promote you guys to everyone. I'll just go elsewhere for Mac and cheese, whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. But I was like, I will, I was like, I will not be purchasing this new one. Cause anytime I get it, I'm like, why did I do this? I don't even, yeah. I'm not even enjoying this. And I love Mac and cheese. It's my all time favorite food, which sounds like a child's favorite food, but cause you are a child. Cause my my palate is that of a, of a mm-hmm. child. So Mac and cheese is not, but that one is gone forever. And sometimes change is good. This is one change that I'm not so happy about, but I still will go there. And I think when I mentioned PCC recently, someone was like, Oh, shopping at the fancy rich places. And I was like, well, I mean, my, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be surprised. It's not that fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what I was, I mean, I'm, I'm not slamming everything at PCC. I do love their drinks and different stuff too. Um, and and the produce um, i like the look of their shops the inside of their shops yeah it has a good feel it makes you want to stay yeah then the pro then everything in there then everything in there just gets me <laughs> yeah. mad yeah well the one in bothell is really good that's when i love the feel a lot more which we haven't had a chance to go there we went to the parking lot once we did I don't remember we why. did i well, you were meeting me there for something because yeah. you were going north and i was somewhere in between my motto with food is that a lot of people spend uh, their early years ruining their health in order to like, and this is the motto with life in general. They they wreck their health in order to make money. They're like they eat, they eat terrible. They don't get sleep. They do all this stuff just to like hustle, hustle, go, go, go. And then at the end of their life, when they have money, they spend all that money to get their health back. And I'm talking about mac and cheese here. So I don't know if that's like a qualifier, but uh, I usually get uh, chicken and vegetables and stuff too. <laughs> mac and cheese is already terrible for you. Um, so my motto with food in general though, is that I'd rather buy organic or better quality stuff now at the ex- expensive places and get stuff that's actually decent for my body. If I'm buying produce, then buy the cheap stuff and then later have to pay for it more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's going to make me pay for it more anyway, cause I'm eating the mac and cheese, but I do think that there's like still something to buying like organic and less ingredients and even like canola oils, like in all the um, crackers at the store and stuff like that. Canola oils, like in almost everything. And it's like a really terrible, it's not good for your body. It's one of the seed oils. Mm -hmm. So there's like barely any, you have to buy organic crackers. They're like $7 a thing to not have canola oil in your crackers. So just thinking of that kind of stuff. What else is a seed oil? Uh, Grape. I've heard seed oil rape. so much within the last okay. two weeks. Uh, rape seed oil. And that okay. one sounds bad. Yeah, but, but it's a it, thing. It's a thing. Um, there's uh, vegetable oil, which is like, I guess that's, I don't know if that's a seed oil, but vegetable oil is like the stuff in like fries at most places. And honestly, like olive oil, some people say olive oil is not good for you, but it's been proven that it is. Real. It's like Mediterranean diet stuff. It is good. Mm. Avocado oil is good. Coconut oil. Those are like the three that are like better. And then most of the ones you get at like fast food or other places are like canola or these other like big fry oils. But why is it called a seed oil? Uh, like sun, well, sunflower seed. Uh, they so they'll do seed oils from like plants, seeds. So like peanut oil, mm-hmm. they call that a seed oil. I don't know okay. why, but peanut oil is probably a little better. But it's still like what they use in like fries, I think, and stuff. Yeah. And one of the most crazy things is I won't say the name of the place. But I guess it doesn't matter, too. Uh, but one one fast food place has immaculate-looking fries. They've been around forever. Um, and they purposefully have the fry, uh, the potatoes genetically modified to not have, like... Mm. They put they inject the, the plants or spray the plants with something that doesn't let them brown or have these, like, natural things that happen. But you're eating that pesticide when you're eating their stuff and so just knowing learning those things you're like oh i could skip so many things that are probably not good for me just by like thinking for a minute and looking yeah so uh, like but like that song um don't don't always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone pay paradise put up a parking lot they have a lot you know that one it's like uh 
counting, catch a single word. Counting crows. It's counting crows. It's like, don't don't it all. We seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. Pay paradise, oh. put up a parking lot. They have a line that says like, give me uh, spots on my apples. Leave me the birds and the bees, please. So it's like, just keep it all natural. Mm. And I was like, that's kind of a motto. Now that song's going to be in my head. Earworm in it. I haven't heard that song, but I've heard that sample pulled. Oh, you have? Okay. And then Vanessa Carlton was on it going, mm, bop, 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 mm. It's not like um, bop, but it sounds like it. And then they have a version without her that just has the playing instruments, and it's so, like, dull comparatively. Hmm. I should just play a moment of that. Your phone's off, so. I know. The Counting Crows, you've heard of them, right? You bet? You haven't heard of them. I have crows? heard of them. I just don't know. Big yellow taxi. These guys. You know that bass line. No. You could you could have literally pulled up. These guys are just the same as Dave Matthews to me. Where I'm like, you can pull up any music and say it's one band or the other, and I'm just I don't know. Who. They're they're of the same era, and they have that like kind of soft spoken voice with like. Dave Matthews does have a different, a little different vibe, but it does sound in the same vein a little bit. That one album, Marching Ants, album was so good. Under the Table and Dreaming, it's like uh, incredible. Cut down the trees, put them in a tree museum. Let's see if this is a version. so good with Vanessa Carlton so I don't I don't really care for the Counting Crows but that song I liked when I first heard it so it doesn't mean anything to you because it's before your time you were just being born when they came out yeah it's like bands that would have been on the American Pie soundtrack I have no context for other than they would have been on the American Pie soundtrack right which you which you would have heard because you saw it because I saw the movie yeah I mean, the American Pie soundtrack, they were already around when that happened. They were living in tandem. Tandem. But you saw the movie later. I think so. Yeah. Because you don't need to say what year you were born to. 91. No, but you don't have to say. Said it. (laughs) He said it. So, yeah. I mean, the the movies came out later, but you would have been like seven. Yeah. Or eight or something. Like Dave Matthews was 90s for sure. Like every band before 2000. 2001 mm-hmm. i barely know about yeah which is why that show that i went to the other day you would have loved because every band was from the early 2000s so they were like i didn't say there was good music in the early 2000s i said that i didn't know of them no no i know that i'm not saying that you would have loved it i was being sarcastic okay because i realized when i went to it i saw the band uh it was it was uh, motion city soundtrack new newfound glory and then... Oh, Newfoundland Glory was there? Yeah. Okay. Remember those guys? Yeah. They did a cover of Kiss Me. Yeah. And they played that and everyone was like losing their minds and going up with the phones. Then they go back to the other, harder, the other punk punk stuff mm-hmm. and the less girls were... <laughs> the girls Into were all it. like, yeah, Kiss Me. And then yeah. he... Uh, they did Frozen, Let It Go from Frozen, which mm-hmm. um, unless someone has kids or nieces, nephews, they probably haven't seen it. But I saw it like twice with people, and I was like, I can't imagine kids wanting to watch this every day. But they did Let It Go, and he came out in a dress. That's funny. So he came out in a full thing, and then like singing Let It Go, and everyone puts their phones up for that to film. Uh, but yeah, they were, and I guess he got COVID a day later, and so we got the last show <laughs> that he did on the tour for a while. So pretty crazy. Um, but they were ones I was like, I used to really like like this and I don't like the the blast beat punk as much and then the, the voice is really kind of nasally and it but it's natural mm-hmm. but it's really nasally and then motion city soundtrack was really good and then the oh all american rejects was just like the weirdest thing i've seen i'm i i bet you i i know that you would have liked all american rejects not going into it being like oh i love these songs but his performance it was pretty amazing and memorable mm-hmm. the way he was like charismatically being a front man he's like running around the stage doing weird david bowie-esque kind of stuff and just weird weird things i was like this is like 
he's on a different dimension than the rest of everyone in this room and saying random stuff and then laughing weirdly and stuff. And it was just like, it like just bizarre, bizarre. It drew you in. And then a girl's comment next to us was like, he's just like a weird little rock star. (laughs) Just a weird, but he's like, he's super, super skinny. So he's like shuffling around the stage doing weird stuff. The band looks normal and he's wearing this like, v-neck spacesuit that goes down to his stomach kind of thing and mm. just doing all kinds of weird stuff and then a then a onesie a like romper <laughs> the second half it was like it was cool but it was definitely like i i just thought i was seeing like an early 2000s pop punk band um but i'm going to coheed and cambria tomorrow and just saw the refreshments or roger klein the peacemaker so just three shows in eight days is actually a lot Mm-hmm. But the irony of it is the show that I went to for free last week because they had uh, passes. I spent 70 bucks because I bought stuff. This show, besides the two shirts I bought, which were 30 each, I paid $1.85 for parking. <laughs> and the new crocodile is awesome. Oh, really? Down on first. What's the cross street? Because it used to be El Gacho, right? It's first and it's right past Battery. I don't know. Like Bell or something? First and Bell. Yeah. It's first and Bell? Yeah. It's a nice area. So I will go to the crocodile more often, but, um, every time I go to Seattle, I'm like, oh yeah, 30 minutes to park <laughs> to find a spot. Wow. That's at the bottom of that really steep, uh, street. Depends on how you get there. But yeah, I took like a street that wasn't too steep to get down, but yeah. 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 It's a nice, it's, it's not like pioneer square. It's even though pioneer square has a vibe too. Mm-hmm. This is just like clean, clean area. And I think it's better than third and Blanchard. Third and Blanchard was the old place where a lot of drug deals would go down. How far from the, uh, I used to live off of that street. First and Bell? Uh, no, off of, um. Oh, Blanchard. Blanchard. How far from the old spaghetti factory? The one that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's not far. It's a few streets because you go down Western or go down to the water and it'd probably be two or three down. Another icon that disappeared in some areas, but they still have one in Linwood. But that place, even though it's a chain, I still love it. You? No. You, you've never been? I have. What about the Spumoni ice cream at the end, though? No. No, thank you. Oh, it's so good. I, then I realized you can buy your own Spumoni ice cream mm-hmm. somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could have made pasta at home and had my own bigger amount of Spumoni ice cream. But the fact that you've packaged it in a meal for me, given me bread, salad, the meal and the dessert in one makes me feel like I didn't spend as much, but then they're but not, they're not but nearby. Then you look at the receipt. Yeah. It's gone up a little, but it used to, I remember the days of like nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine dinners. Plates. Plates. Yeah. So pretty much making your own is the way to go now. Since we're, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but we're heading into a recession. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. Are you excited? I don't know anything about it. It means where your money is, not worth as much. I, I know. I know what a recession is. Uh, the one I, that you said you don't know into. anything about it. The so one that like, we're going into. Yeah. Well. So, when does it start? Who makes the call? Uh, very um, soon is the answer. Okay. Um, Joe Biden. No, I don't know. I don't know who makes the call. But basically, we're just in so much debt. It's trillions, thirty-three trillion dollars of debt or something. This is all of America. So mm-hmm. it means when when our uh, money is not used for trading uh, with other countries as much. And they devalue it and they use other stuff and we're no longer the superpower money. Then we, uh, then suddenly, you know, a loaf of bread is 50, 60 bucks because the value of the dollar has gone down so much. doesn't mean you necessarily make five times the amount. It just means you can barely afford to buy anything. So you don't want to buy any, a lot of things that you can't afford now because then it won't be as good during a recession Mm -hmm. like my parents when they bought their first house when we were kids it was like sixty thousand, i think no it was eighty thousand. and the mark and then the there was a recession or something happened it was like the there was the gas wars of the 70s that i wasn't around for and just everything was like crazy expensive and they had to sell the house for 60 and they were under it they had Mm. they had like it was worth less than they had bought it for which buying a house for eighty thousand now sounds unreal yeah um but yeah so they had to sell it at a loss and then that would be what happens that's why the 2008 housing crash happened because everyone was flipped on their loans where they owed more than it was valued at so that's that's what happens so like car payments now are like seven percent interest all that kind of stuff so it just makes me think it's time to like hunker down go out to eat less and get more money in the bank or or gold or silver would be cool too 
I saw this video of, um, I mean, even the description of it made me giggle. It was like illegal gold miners, which is like, what do you even mean gold? Like who owns gold? You know, people buy it still. What do you mean illegal I mean, though? What was the story they were behind mining it? gold? So it's like who owns? Oh, it's just it's so are they going ass backwards to me that we that people think that stuff that is made of the earth belongs to someone. If they were on someone else's property mining it, that's that, different. That could have been it. Yeah, yeah. But if they're like, but they're out no in the woods. To it. it was just illegal gold miners find gold nugget. And it was it was huge. It was like half the size of this couch. Oh, that well, and that's it took like, like six people to rotate it. I mean, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. like a fortune right there. Yeah. Um, I should have bought should have bought it when it was like nine or eight hundred an ounce, and now it's like eighteen hundred or whatever it was. I had silver when it was eleven dollars an ounce. Sold it at thirteen. It went to fifty the next year when wow. there was like it's like fifty. No, I had like <laughs> I had like eight hundred dollars worth of silver. Yeah, I could have had like six seven grand. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of stuff. Um, but my dad always, uh, had like, we had two big, um, pipes, like sealed off pipes where you put the screw ends in them, you know, like PVC stuff, uh, of junk silver for years, just for like rainy day supply. So like, if you go, if the money's devalued, his thought, he was always, he was ready for what's happening soon in the eighties and nineties and just like worried about it every day and thinking, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking about it. But if you, if you can't use regular money cause it's not worth anything, people will value silver. So you take a silver coin in, not like a 1930s collector's piece, but like the junk silver from the sixties, just kind of like beat up pieces, but it's real. And you buy the pe- loaf of bread for a piece of silver instead of like $150. So just ways of like having something that holds its value or goes up in value when the dollar goes down is what they're saying. So I don't know what's, I would just say food supply is the best. Have a food supply. I, I think I'm just very ignorant in the impact that would be, mm. you know, because for the most part, like in my lifetime, I haven't seen yeah. no, something of, like that. None like of I, us have. Although yeah. I did live through the 08. Well, and that was crash. like, that was bad for people that owned houses. That was the main problem there. If it's the full economy thing, then like everyone's affected and people are like trying to get food and can't get it and different stuff. Like there's not stuff in the stores because the trucks can't get to the places they need to get to and it's too expensive gas prices, all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're getting, I mean, it's, it's not a boiling point yet, but it's, it's warming up. We're coming into the summer of the... <laughs> the summer months mm-hmm. of whatever the inflation stuff is. And honestly, any of the stuff before you people live through, I think people were used to America being like a superpower. Like we're the greatest. You always hear like people up front leadership being like, we're the greatest nation in the world. And I always feel like every other country is watching it being like, so you guys are better than <laughs> you guys think you're better than us. Um, so everyone's in competition to be like the coolest or the best, but I think it's a, we've been prideful for a while. So maybe it's okay if America takes a little dip and isn't like, able to call be a shot caller quite so much people in other countries have lived in poverty for years and lived with subpar conditions and the moment that's to me what's funny about it is the american people are like oh well we'll know we'll know like especially in the christian world they're like we'll know when the end times are near because the poverty is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Um, but it's been happening everywhere else for centuries and decades. And, and then, but we're just like, well, it hasn't happened here. So it isn't real yet. But mm-hmm. you're like, there's people in other countries that are like, the end is near. And this was like 50 years ago. Cause they're like, li- and they're still living in those impoverished conditions. And so if we get a taste of like what everyone else is experiencing, suddenly we're, everyone's going to cry and be like, it's the end. It's the end. You're like, Everyone else has already had to deal with this. You guys are just the last ones on board, possibly. You're, you're processing it. Yeah, but I guess, I guess so. Doesn't it? Se- <laughs> I guess. I guess, I guess so. Doesn't you know? it seem ignorant though for Americans to just be like, "Well, it's not the end times until they have this happen here, and we we have to struggle." I was like, "Well, if everyone else has been struggling for this long, maybe it's already been end end of times for a while." But we're just thinking that we're like, if it doesn't happen to us, it's not real. And maybe that's a disconnect with like the rest of the world because a lot of people in the rest of the world are like, help us out or we need help. And they're like, oh, well, my neighborhood's good. So mm-hmm. things are fine. So we're, it's like very, I think we're more self-focused versus outward focused maybe in the U.S. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, like look at how many people were 
became billionaires during the pandemic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing I heard recently, which is just crazy to me, like there's a big Amazon um, distribution place up in Arlington, up north from me. And it's one of the biggest ones. It's the biggest one in the state, they say now. Um, but the conditions there for workers, like they can't use the bathroom for hours. They don't really? They don't let, like you're not allowed a bathroom break because that's going to slow production of getting everything out the door instantly because people need their stuff now. Um yeah. And there's other, there's another lawsuit going on with Amazon right now, just with like fair conditions for workers and different stuff. And I'm like, man, to make so much money, like so many people that are in those high positions and then like maybe not, not set up like a sustainable, livable, nice environment for people that are making you that money is crazy. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot yeah. for sure. Cause it's not about the people. It's about how much money is in their bank, bank accounts. Right. Well, not, not the people, not the people, but the, the top people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I think the status was, oh, well, um, Elon Musk is, I mean, he's, he's like doing all these out there things anyway. He's going to space, doing all these other stuff. All the big billionaires are basically starting to go to space, Be, uh, get, get away from the planet. Um, but Elon Musk was making like, he made, was it 30 or 60 billion last year? Something like that. No, hundred. He made. He was making per hour like a hundred million or a mil, one point four million dollars an hour wow. in order to like make the amount of billions he made in twenty twenty two, which is like one point four bill, million an hour. That's crazy. That's pretty. I mean, and I don't know the the conditions on some places are probably better, but I've heard some of those things. I'm like, oh, delivery driving for Amazon or working in a warehouse probably isn't too bad. You're like, well, if you don't want a break for four hours, bathroom break. I was like. I can't make it an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I would never, uh, never work at an Amazon probably. Yeah. And those people aren't taxed. Which ones? The rich. Yeah. Well, there's, well, they figure out loopholes. Mm-hmm. One, one thing that, um, that, uh, Dave Chappelle said to, on an SNL thing that I thought was hilarious, um, is, and this was like politics set aside. It was just like during the Hillary and Trump, stuff going on and then uh trump basically said like i i know the system's rigged because i use it because <laughs> i i i cheat um just like and then he's like and i know she's not going to change it because all her friends use it too um and so it was so funny because he just like called it like it is and it admitted that he was a cheater and then everyone's like yeah <laughs> you know like that's right <laughs> um so it's funny for someone to just flat out say it like yep there's loopholes for those of us that have the money to mm-hmm. figure it out the trick with that is you have to have money to do <laughs> to do those things yeah everyone's trying to get rich a, a get rich quick scheme and be like skip the hard work or skip the smart planning cuz they're like i just need the quick i didn't plan ahead so i need the quickest way to a result Mm-hmm. And that's, I watched a video yesterday with a guru guy that was just breaking it down. It actually was really good. And I wrote down something last night, very basic, but you list the kind of business you have, like mine's a service business. And he was like, the easiest kind of business is a service business. You have a, you offer a service, you connect, you advertise, you get paid. And I was like, holy cow, I'm only not advertising. They're like, you get a bank account, you get a business license with the state, you have money that goes to that bank account. It's like, I already have those things. I'm not advertising. And I also could just do the jobs and get paid. So it's like, I don't need a product. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was, so I wrote down on a board, Eric Johnson, videography, service business, (laughs) to the three things. And then I put my goal for the year. Cause if you write down, uh, this is proven, I guess, if you write down what you want to do in life or what you want to accomplish, you tend to do it more. You're making a vision board, a vision board, but it's just saying what at my goal for 23, 24, I just put 25 grand. Yeah. I'm like, I had a year I did 18. It was a terrible year. I worked every weekend of the summer, but I want to work smarter, not harder, <laughs> harder this time. So I was like, let's see if I can get 25,000 by the end of 2024, which sounds like so low, but it's part-time. So that's what I'm gonna do. But it sound it seems dumb to write like service business or write those things down. But I'm like, it's just so I'm like waking up every morning and I see it. I'm like, what am I going to do this week? Mm. So I put down, I have to weekly advertise like post online. So we'll see if I make 25 grand, I'm still at poverty level now, but it would be 25 extra thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But more, but more. 
And then next year I'll put 50 year after that 150 every year mm-hmm. it's going to go up. No, sorry. I should jump by 25. So let's just keep it, keep it realistic. Mm-hmm. That might be the way to go, but yeah, it's going to be a good year. I feel very optimistic about it, even though I mentioned all those negative things of like inflation, but I feel like when the 2008 thing happened, it didn't change my life. I like, I was still doing my daily thing. If you don't have money, it's hard to lose it. That's the beauty. <laughs> if you have a lot of money, then you're like, oh, dang yeah, it. Then that's fine. Cause the, you know, the government bailed out the banks. So, so not the people, the banks, yeah, not the banks. Yeah. 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 So if you, but if you don't have a lot of money, you're like, well, I didn't lose anything, but if you had a bunch and then you lost half, you feel kind of bad about it. You know who else lost that much money overnight? Kanye West. For what? His endorsements. He lost a lot of his endorsements when he made some anti-Semitic statements mm. in public. Yeah. Um, and then he lost like, he's still a millionaire, but he lost a good, like two thirds of his like sponsor <laughs> sponsorships. So good, but he deserves, he deserves some money. He was going to run for president. Maybe we should vote him in. I'm just looking at your face. I wish everyone could see <laughs> your face. Cause Dolly hasn't really responded much. She's looking at me half smiling. Like, um, I'm out. Yeah, I would just never support. I mean, I don't support people like that. Me me neither. Uh, Kanye for president. uh, Inflation coming. Enjoy. No, I'm just saying who's going to run for president. I'm not saying we're supporting him. We'll see you guys next month. Shooting the breeze.